0: Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Ho,
1: ho, ho. We'll have your Christmas music. No, we won't. Yeah, we, actually, we do have a couple of Christmas songs that I do play every year. Yeah, that we'll it's play
2: traditional, them. how but You have
1: to. It's not the damn Christmas music that you've been hearing all week long <laughs> on your favorite station. I'll tell you that right now. We give you a break. Uh, but most importantly we're gonna answer some calls this week and we got some great holiday tips for you we're gonna bake even I understand that's true okay that's coming up in just a few minutes with our brand new animal radio correspondent Robert Semro good guy if you have started your shopping good for you Tammy and I we wait till the last <laughs> second but Oh, yeah we'll have some uh, yeah. good last minute ideas for you in just a few minutes right here on animal radio uh, size 14
3: Nick by the way just case anybody's interested
2: Yeah, size 20 head
3: size 14 wow you know what they say um, big hands big feet um, big gloves big shoes <laughs> big love big shoes is that what they say <laughs> big gloves and big shoes
1: oh okay i like big love better
3: yeah i know you i'm sure you did
4: okay guys getting way off track here
1: listen joey's working hard he's uh, trying to change the laws in jersey where he's from just in case you couldn't tell, he was from Jersey. I am too. And are you well you can't tell. You
2: can't tell. You no.
1: you sound as California as you can be, but uh, I don't think Joey will ever lose his New Joisey accent or his New Jersey attitude. And he's what taken, accent he's, ta- <laughs> he's taken He's taking it to the courts, and they're tr- they're tr- actually make, trying to make legislation to, uh,
3: I guess, certify groomers.
1: What is it? What are they actually calling that?
3: Well, they want to—they want to license groomers. Um, okay. It's a, its an unlicensed industry that—and um, what they want to do is they want to make sure that your pet goes into these salons and they—and they're safe and they—they they come home alive. And this particular bill that's been put on the table called Bijou's Bill. Um, the woman brought her um, dog into the groomer, and um, it was—the story was the groomer said to her, um, "I hope." Um, Um, this dog's good because I'm having a bad day. And, um, (gasps) 45 minutes later, they called up the woman and said that the dog, um, had passed. Wow, so you know what we want groomers licensed um we just want the bill to work um for both the um the groomers and 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 the um and the pets um and the people who bring them there, so we're working on that, and they've asked me to work with the assembly woman that put the bill who's sponsoring the bill to um you know put something together so New Jersey can pioneer this and hopefully it's good where um the other states take it on and you know it's snowballs did she write it because i gotta tell you there's some things in it i take uh well I take note that. You have to be 18 years old to groom a pet. That was our problem. There's a lot of things in it that that will not work, um, and. Um, there's 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 one thing in it that if 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 you groom your pet for for any type of business like a breeder a breeder who handles dogs and they groom their pets regularly well the way this bill is presented they 're not going to be able to do that anymore so there's a lot of things there's equipment banning in there, and there 's a lot of things the way it's governed um we we want a different way that the board is structured so you're gonna we're gonna it. help put it together we're gonna help put it together and and um you know do the right thing for everyone.
1: Okay. Well, that's on the way in just a couple of minutes. Tammy will be giving you the 411 on that. And uh, right now, let's head to the phones because that's what it's all about. It's all about you and your calls, about your pets. You can also ask your questions from the Animal Radio app for iPhone, Android. It's a free download, so go ahead and download it now. We'll wait. We will? No, we, we really can't wait. We have, to, we have to go to the phones and Sherry. Hey, Sherry, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing good too. I'm from Jersey, also.
1: You're from Jersey too. <laughs> We're all from Jersey. We're going it, Sherry. What's it's a joyzy what, day? It is a joyzy day. Yeah. What uh, What's up with your joysy animals?
2: Okay. Well, I have three little animals, and I don't know where the hell they're from. But at any rate, I have potty pads all over my house and a doggy door. And when the, when it gets dark, and now it gets dark early, they decide that they don't want to go outside through the doggy door. So. 60% of the time they make one of my 15 potty pads, but other than that, they decide to just pee wherever the heck they want.
4: Ooh. And oh, I'm my.
2: deciding whether I should just replace my carpet, which I can't, I mean, I, I shampoo it over and over and over and over. It doesn't smell bad, but I'm just considering that I may just replace the whole thing with some kind of vinyl floor and get it over with. Well, Sherry, tell me a
5: little bit more about the dogs. You said there's three. Are they boys, girls, spayed, neuter? How girls.
6: old? They're all girls. They're all girls. They're all
5: Mm-hmm. And do you know who is uh, doing the offending peeing?
2: That's the problem, is that they do it. You know, we'll be sitting there watching TV, and and we'll have them on our laps, and then they go play for a little while, and they disappear, and then I get up two hours later to do something, and there it is. And so I don't know who I, – I know one of them I can look at her, and she'll just run. So we kind of know when she does it, but the new one I've had her for – four or five months and she's the best one of all. So I don't think it's her. (laughs) Okay.
5: Well, what you're describing isn't uncommon. And we do tend to see, when we have multiple dogs in a home, we do see more frequent problems when we have small breeds of dogs, having um, households of dogs that can just have inappropriate urination. And and the key is, certainly, um, even though you may not smell and say the carpet smells, if there is repeated urination inside the home or defecation inside the home, there are scent marks that are left behind. And Mm -hmm. it can be very difficult with repeated long-term house soiling to really get it effectively cleaned up, so mm-hmm. this has been going on a while. Um, you know, I oh, always yeah. recommend using the enzymatic cleaners to clean up messes and accidents when they happen. But there are sometimes when that's just not enough, and sometimes we do have to rip out carpeting or the pad or treat the sub uh, flooring um, right. professionally. So that may be a reality whether you have a dog or a cat household that has elimination problems. It, sometimes it does take that drastic of a change to get the the scent out of the environment, yeah. but. You, your job is really going to, we need to figure out who is particularly having the problem. It could be that several of the dogs are urinating, um, but we need yeah, to know I who.
2: Yeah, I have a feeling that, you know, because when they go outside, with the older one, she will go outside and, and pee rather quickly, whereas the other two just kind of wander around. And as soon as she's done peeing, then they pee where she's peed. So I have a feeling that, that the marking is, is what is going on, I think, even the ones that even the littlest one who never peed in the house at all, now she thinks, well, if the other one does, I I, might, I need to cover this up because you know it's my exactly. My and
5: that's a natural behavior. So, you know, even if um you have a dog that is urinating normally outside, if someone mm-hmm. else urinates inside, they may go back later then and urine mark over that. So, it yeah. is going to be imperative that we figure this out who is doing it. And it it no supposition here, no saying, okay, this one went outside, so I know she didn't do it or that one looks guilty, she therefore did it. We have to right. see the witness doing it. So, that may mean separating them, keeping them confined. Um it may mean there's some sometimes we'll use things like the Uh, Hunters have those motion-activated cameras that you can get to set up in the area, and that's a great way to catch them in the action if you can't supervise them constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, I've also used for some uh, households for dogs and cats, we can use a fluorescein dye and put that in like a little gel cap and give it to a particular pet, and then then their urine will kind of be this fluorescent green. You have to use like a black light, but then you'll know... Okay, this week we treated uh, Buffy, and um, the urine is showing up all over the house. So therefore, we know oh, okay. it, you know she's the one. Of course, that um, becomes difficult if you've got multiple dogs, you know, urine marking over the same spot. But it, it is important to kind of at least get an idea who's the problem. Because I, as a veterinarian, am always going to say before we jump into the whole medical or the behavioral uh, root of the problem, I want to make sure that, really? that that offending urination, um, that pet that is urinating inappropriately, that we give them the benefit of the doubt and check them out medically, make sure that they are sound healthy and there's no infections oh, yeah. and they then, are
7: they
2: are as healthy as they come and they play and they eat real well and 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 i have a regular vet and they go regular and do all their little cleaning and everything else so i know they're all really healthy i just yeah. uh you know we added a new one to the to the mix like i said about four months ago and it's gotten worse since then so i have a yeah. feeling that that um, that she may, you know, since she wasn't around any other dogs, this may be something that she's like, oh, I'm new. i, I got to mark everything. So.
5: And it may not even be her. It could be one of the other dogs. That, that's a change to the household uh, routine, the household dynamic. Mm-hmm. So it could be one of the other dogs that's marking. So that's, that's where it becomes so important to try to figure out who it is. And um, then as we're trying to do that, my recommendation is to keep them confined. So that may mean keeping them crate confined. Um, you know, if they're running out to the other room without your direct eyeball on them, that's not constant yeah. supervision. So they really need to be under uh, crate confinement, leash confinement, constant supervision, and you need to actually take them outside and uh, provide that positive reward at the time of urination. So no doggy door, no potty pads. You take them out individually, go outside, give that positive praise when they do the potty in the right spot, and really Mm -hmm. treat them as if they're puppies, because even though that's the number one mistake I see with adult dogs when we have house soiling issues is we think, oh, we went through that already. We don't have to treat them like that. You know, they don't get into trouble. They're not puppies. But when right. they don't have the house training down and they don't have that repetition and that um, consistent use, you, you have to treat them like our puppy and, and really be that strict with their supervision. And Perfect. then going forward from there. Um, the other thing that I will mention um, for households um, that are dealing with, multiple dogs urinating whether they're boys or girls mm-hmm. a short-term solution which can be helpful i've had some clients with some good success with male dogs we can use something called the belly band um, which is kind of like a, a little diaper type thing that goes around their penis area around their abdomen for females right. we can okay. use the um, bitches bridges, Um basically or like diapers mm-hmm. and that will be one way to mm-hmm. um at least confine the mess um con- right. combine that with supervision and then you know with the, the setting up of the patterns of, of house training and positive reward, using all these things together and um, kind of getting to the bottom. of it. But it does take, the more dogs you have, the harder it is because you've got more doggies that you're always kind of running outside doing that positive reward, and um, it, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I will I will give you that.
2: It's a lot of joy, but it is a lot of work. <laughs> well, that's Absolutely. what we all
0: do it for, is for the joy.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now with the free Animal Radio app, for iPhone and Android.
1: Well, this portion of Animal Radio is underwritten by Fear Free Happy Homes. Don't forget, you can get your fix of Animal Radio anytime you want with the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Download it now. It's made possible by Fear Free Happy Homes. Helping your pets live their happiest, healthiest, fullest lives at home at the Vet. And everywhere in between, visit them at fearfreehappyhomes.com. And thanks, FearFree, Free, for underwriting Animal Radio.
7: Hi, Joanne Worley on Animal Radio. Hello. And please spay and neuter your pets. Be a responsible pet owner. As a matter of fact, spay and neuter your friends' pets also. Give it to them as a the present. What a good idea.
8: How would you like to get a free smartphone? If you own a smartphone, listen to this incredible offer that's almost too good to be true. Right now, you can switch your plan and get service with us for as little as $2 a day. Guaranteed for life. Plus, get a free smartphone every year. Call the free smartphone hotline now and we'll move your number from your existing service. Think of your savings. So don't wait. Switch your plan. Save money. Plus, get a free smartphone every year. Call the free smartphone hotline. Right now, we guarantee you're going to love our service. If you don't like what we say, you can hang up on us. But you won't. Right now, you can switch your plan and get service with us for as little as $2 a day. Guaranteed for life. Call the free smartphone hotline right now. 800 475 3351. 800 475 3351. 800 475 3351. That's 800 475 3351. This is Animal Radio. Joey, what do you got on the docket today?
3: Well, We're going to be talking about being at the weather's changing everywhere. I mean, not so much here. We're kind of lucky. But um, at the rest of the country, it's getting cold. And We're going to talk about taking care of your dog's feet and what to do to um, keep from chapping and keep that salt out of them.
1: Okay, weatherizing your pet's paws in just a few minutes with Joey Villani right here on Animal Radio. Tammy, what are you working on?
9: Well, we found the Grinch, and he was masquerading apparently as Santa Claus oh. in Southern California.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm afraid to ask, and I'm worried. I'm Santa slightly Grinch. worried.
9: It's quite a story, but it actually has a somewhat positive ending. I'll, I'll give you that much.
1: Okay. Well, you can ask your questions right now before we do the news. We'll head to the phones with Dr. Debbie and dog father Joey Volani directly from the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's a free download. You ask the questions directly from the app, or you can listen to past shows. It's a fun app, so download it now. Or you can send us email. This one comes from Amelia. Huela, I assume. I I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry picturing. Emilio. Uh she she actually starts out. She says, "Hi, this is Emilio Huela. I won the wacky Wednesday prize 2 weeks ago and I wanted to say thanks. My, yeah, my prize arrived to New York and is now being sent to my hometown." Oh, I know I'm going to mess this up. Chalula in Mexico? Chalula. I don't know. Oh, I I'm sorry. I apologize right now. <laughs> She says greetings from beautiful Toulia, and in case you guys want to come visit, you all are very welcome. Oh,
3: yeah. she, I'm she going be careful what she says. Well,
1: wait. I, I wish I was the prize. I want to go to Mexico. <laughs> she says uh, regards to Dr. Debbie and Joey Volani and your handsome main host, of which she doesn't. My name is Hal, by the way. Uh, you just call me. <sighs> We're on a first letter basis by now, I assume. Uh, she says you really a dream team. So thank you so much for your email and uh, really getting our heads all blown up at the beginning of the show for today. Uh, I'm feeling good, and I think we should all go down to Mexico and do the show live down there. Yeah, it's got to be warm. Hmm. Hey, Joseph. Welcome to Animal Radio. Hi. Where are you calling Hi. from?
10: I am in Cottonwood, California right now. I'm a truck driver.
1: Truck driver. Okay. Well, drive carefully, please. What's going uh, on?
10: No, I'm, I'm parked. But good. I have, a, I have a Jack Russell, and um, he, he's had a couple times in the last few weeks where he's uh, gotten up, and he started, he started shaking, and he kind of, I guess last night my wife said he fell over and uh, couldn't get back up. And then it, it just went away after a minute or so, and he was fine.
5: Okay. And has that been something that's just been recently that's come on, or has he done that for a while?
10: No, this is, the first time this happened was in the other night. So that's the first time we've ever noticed this.
5: Okay. And what does he do when he has this? Does he actually lose any control of his urine? Does he defecate, or does he just kind of fall over?
10: Uh, he, well, the first time he didn't fall over, second time my wife said he did, but no, he doesn't, nothing like that, no. He just kind of loses his balance and he's like shaky.
5: Any kind of association to what he's doing right prior to this? Is he eating, sleeping, playing, doing anything unusual right, right before the episodes?
10: Well, um, the first time he was in his bed, my daughter said he he kind of jumped up out of his bed right before it happened. And, uh, the second time I think my wife said he was over by his bed. So he might've been sleeping both times.
5: Okay. And, you know, at this point, I'd say we may have a challenge determining exactly what is causing the episodes. But there's there's basically a couple main things. Number one would be that we could be actually having a form of a seizure disorder. Because um, not every seizure looks like that typical epileptic seizure that you may be familiar with. Um, some seizures can be very mild for dogs where they can just have a trembling of one body part or they can even steer off into space. So something like this where he's kind of having combination of issues of having some trembling as well as kind of falling down, that would have to be high on my list of concerns is that we could have a seizure. And the causes of seizures can be a lot, um, everything from epilepsy to toxins, to liver disorders to blood sugar issues so there can be definitely a lot of causes within that diagnosis now there are also pets that can have uh, what we call syncopal episodes and that can sometimes be from heart problems so even well, if a pet does go ahead
10: the, the one time when I was home um, I had after he started acting you know kind of shaky I kind of picked him up and I you know I put my hand under his chest and I could feel his heart really racing.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: It
10: was it was really pounding, you know. So it was like he was scared or something.
4: Sure.
5: The the challenge with the heart related problems is that sometimes that can be a little harder to pick up. We might have to do something like an EKG um, or even a a chest x-ray or an ultrasound to find out a little bit more about that. Um, But I think the big thing is that we we do need to start getting some diagnostic tests to figure out what direction we're going. Um, Because there are some pets that these episodes will get worse and worse, more frequent, and we may need to get them on some medication if we're dealing with a seizure type disorder. If we're dealing more with a heart based problem, diagnosis is going to be key because the last thing we would want to do is give him an anti-seizure medicine if he's got a bum heart and we've got a, a rhythm problem with his heart. So um, that that has a totally different kind of approach to things. So I think that this is the time when I talk about getting him into the vet, and it's ideal if we can get a pet that just has the episode and we get him to the vet when they're actually coming out of it because sometimes um, when blood work is, we're talking about that, that's when sometimes we'll pick up some different changes on lab work or even with a, a heart tracing that might not be there at other times. Okay. Can't always ask them to do that right before you go to the vet, but um, it just it it works out um, to give us the most information if, if we catch a pet when they're having one or coming out of one of these episodes.
10: Okay. All right, yeah. well,
5: thank you. Okay, and I, I certainly hope that, um, you know, we can get a handle on these things. And there are some, you know, situations where not everyone can – do a lot of tests. Do a lot of, I I know people probably say, Doc, you always talk about doing tests and I just don't have the money for it. I'd have to say that there's a lot of very simple things and they all basically start with a physical exam. So the doctor's ears, eyes and nose, believe it or not, the nose is very valuable in many cases, um, can really help us make some of those determinations and pick what test might be the most useful to, to get that answer. And sometimes it's trying different things and trying different medications. So um, use that teamwork approach with your vet and and you'll get to the bottom of things. So thank you All for right. your call, and thank I hope the little guy. I hope he does well. Um, love the little terriers. Ugh, I'm a terrier fan myself now.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now with the free Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.
11: Thousands of authors across the country have written books and published them with Page Publishing. If you've written a book, they can help you through the process. Cut through the confusion of the publishing world to make it easy for you. If they decide to publish your book, your work ends, theirs begins. From copy editing and proofing to typesetting and book cover art. Plus, get your book printed, distributed, and sold on Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, and in bookstores across the country. They even help promote your book, biography, self-help, mystery, novels, sci-fi, or even a children's book, no matter what genre. Page Publishing can bring your book to life. And don't forget to ask about audiobooks. We do all of this for you. Call today for your free writer's guide packed with tips, tricks, and tiplets to help you finish what you started.
8: 800-215-6815. 800-215-6815. 800-215-6815. That's 800-215-6815.
11: This is an Animal Radio News
9: Update. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Well, Joey's talked about this before, the lack of laws governing groomers. Now a woman in New Jersey is trying to change that. Rosemary Marchetto vowed to do something after her six-year-old shih tzu, Bijou, died three years ago, shortly after being dropped off at one of the big national pet store chains to be groomed. The case was settled out of court with a check from the company. But Rosemary wants to make sure it doesn't happen again to anybody's dog. She's working with Assemblywoman Valerie Vanieri to pass Bijou's law there in New Jersey. It would require groomers to be at least 18 years old, and they'd have to pass a test by the State Board of Veterinary Medical Examiners to be licensed. Now, many grooming companies, they do have some regulations in place, but those regulations are pretty much voluntary. So if Bijou's law is passed, it would be the first such law in the country and possibly open the door to other states putting similar laws in place. Well, you might remember Mickey, the Pitbull. He was involved in a high-profile case in Arizona a while back where he was deemed vicious by a judge after he bit a four-year-old child in the face. Now, wait, there's more to that story. Don't blame Mickey yet. Mickey was on a chain, and the little boy tried to take a bone that he was chewing away from him. Well, anyway, 75,000 people rallied for Mickey online, and Phoenix attorney John Schill defended the dog in court. The judge ruled his life could be spared if an appropriate sanctuary could be found. And that's when Maricopa County Sheriff Joe Arpaio offered space at the Sheriff's Animal Safe House. Now, Mickey, has he's in a jail cell, but he has a dog house, a raised bed, food, water, dishes, a bit of fake grass. Sadly, he doesn't have any other dogs or people to socialize with, and he cannot be adopted. That was kind of the terms of his not being killed. You can actually watch Mickey on a live stream through a webcam outside his cell. Sheriff Arpeo's Animal Safe House usually houses animals that can be adopted after they're released from abuse and neglect cases. So are your pets microchipped? Well, you might want to run right out and do that today after this next story. A kitty named Spice is back home in Albuquerque, New Mexico. She got out of the house on Halloween night, you know, with the trick-or-treaters coming and going and so forth. Somehow, she ended up in Portland, Maine. Okay, a man found her, this is so strange, a man found her in a duffel bag for sale at a thrift store. The bag was, not the kitty. Now, nobody knows how she got in the bag, and nobody knows how she got 2,300 miles away from home. But anyway, she was taken to a shelter, the people there were able to get in touch with her family, a company called IDEX Laboratories heard about her and paid the travel cost to get her home, and none of that would have happened without that microchip being there. I hear you heading out the door right now to get that chip. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at AnimalRadio.com.
12: This has been an Animal
9: Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.
1: You know what would make a great holiday gift for somebody that had like a Yorkshire terrier or shih tzu or a pug or a mini schnauzer?
4: No, tell me.
1: Really? Really? I thought you were smarter than that. (laughs) Uh, Of course, it would be Dr. Debbie's How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend books. And they're available over at Amazon. And the the beautiful thing about it, because we're coming up on Christmas pretty fast here, is that you can download these books and give them, you can actually gift these books to somebody who owns one of these animals.
2: Great stocking stuff.
5: It
1: is, well, I don't know if you can stock. It's not really a stock. It's sort yeah, of like Yeah,
5: I can't really even sign a copy of it, you know, I guess unless we print a yeah. paper copy.
1: <laughs> the electrons, this would make a great gift for the holidays. And the last minute gifts is what we're all about right now. <laughs> And I know, Dr. Debbie, around this time of the year, you also see just an amazing amount of animals that are, you know, they have the pancreatitis or they've gotten into the, uh, the foil mylar from the Christmas tree or get some...
5: Oh, gosh. Uh, all sorts of sick, vomiting and diarrhea pets.
1: <laughs> and that's why I'm bringing in our good friend, Dr. Kathy. And uh, did I hit that? There you go. Hi, Dr. Kathy. Welcome to the show.
6: Hi. How are you guys doing?
1: almost ready to start shopping. How about you?
6: Yeah, just about ready to start. Um, Every year I say I'll be all done by this time, and every year I'm not.
1: Yeah, Well, you're dealing with a lot of the uh, other dangers down at your clinic, too, that I'm sure that Dr. Debbie deals with, and I'm wondering if you can tell us some of the the typical holiday dangers that you deal with.
6: Well, one of the things that... it seems like a lot of people aren't, aren't realizing um, is that some of the de-icer products that you use this time of year that we're using on our driveways and our walkways to keep them clear um, actually can have some adverse effects on our pets. Um, so, you know, I'm talking about those granules that you sprinkle yep. over the ice. And um, so we have to keep in mind that um, when our pets are walking around on these, um, they're picking them up on their feet And so there are certain ingredients in some of these de-icer products that can be irritating to the skin or to the stomach. And if a dog actually eats a large amount of the granules, they could get really dangerously sick. What other dangers? Certainly there are um, a lot of foods around at the holiday times that um, can be a problem. Um, Certainly some of the... um, the alcohol drinks that we have oh, yeah. um, over the holiday times, you know, because a lot of those um, are based they are based on milk or cream. They're
1: sweet. They taste good to the dogs. Yeah,
6: they taste great to us, and they taste great to our pets, too. So those are a concern. Alcohol is definitely dangerous for animals. There are a lot of plants around, and we're getting plants as gifts. Um, uh, people are often worried about poinsettias. Isn't that a bad plant? Uh, Not necessarily. They're really overrated. The toxicity of them is a bit overrated. They can be irritating to the mouth and the stomach, and there might be a little mild vomiting or nausea. But really one of the bigger risks, um, especially for cats, is lilies. Um, You know, you might get a holiday flower arrangement, and uh, lilies are really deadly to cats. They cause kidney failure, and uh, just chewing on the leaves can be enough to do it. So um, that's something to keep in mind. One of our all time favorites, of course, not really favorites, but one of the things that comes up a lot is chocolate mm. because that can be a problem. Um, some of the compounds in chocolate are, are very, can be very dangerous um, baker 's chocolate, um, you know the real unsweetened chocolate that contains the largest amounts of, of um, the problem causing compounds. Oh. Uh, Coffee can also be a problem. Really? Um, Yeah, and, you know, people are giving each other those great chocolate-covered espresso beans. Uh um, So that can be a problem, too. So there are a lot of things. um, What about
1: sugar substitutes?
6: Yeah, there can be some problems there, especially there's one called xylitol. That can be a big problem. And really, um, and that's in so many things now. Um, that we don't even think about, especially sugarless gum, and that can be a real problem depending on the size of the dog, for instance. Um, And it's more of a problem in dogs. Um, We really don't see it in cats, but just a small dog can, uh, say, a 10-pound dog, just um, a small piece of that gum can be enough to really cause severe problems, Um, causes changes in the blood sugar levels, and um, can cause also liver problems. So that's something to really um, watch out for.
5: And, you know, a lot of people I don't think, think about that. You put your purse down, it has gum in it, or maybe may be sitting in the console oh. of your car. And, and that happened in my own family. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I had a relative that was leaving the xylitol gum in their vehicle
1: with my dog in it. I was like,
6: no. Yeah, yep, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's easy to, to do that.
1: Are uh, there things that uh, really aren't foods that we should be looking out for besides, like, the mylar from the Christmas trees?
6: Batteries can be a real problem especially the lithium-type batteries um, that that a lot of toys come with. And, I mean, they're in everything. You know, we use them in our remote controls. Um, The little tiny ones are in hearing aids. They're all over the place. And they can be a real danger if dogs swallow them, um, especially if they chew on them, but even just swallowing them because those lithium batteries um, have the contents inside of them, can cause a lot of um, tissue necrosis and burning if they're chewed, but also even if they're not, because of their small size, they tend to get uh, caught in the esophagus. And that, in a very short time, um, the battery um, interacts with the dog's saliva and there's actually an electric current passing into the tissue, and that can cause severe burning. And so that can be actually be uh, be deadly if that's not caught. Wow,
1: I yeah. I never heard of that before, but I guess that could be, especially if you have one of those labs or like Dr. Right. Debbie has one of those dogs, don't you? That just eats anything.
5: <laughs> yeah, my, my own dogs had the worst chocolate toxicity I've ever seen in practice. It's uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, it's it's always the carpenter's closets or the shoemaker's shoes. And, yes. you know mm-hmm. we walk around, people ask us questions about our animals, and then they say your dog looks a little fat you're telling me to to, you know we uh we have guests around this time of the holiday of course uh uncle louie comes in and he is just annoying as all get out it's just a couple of weeks that i don't really like and i'm sure the animals they get a little upset when all these guests come in the house what can we do to make that a little easier
6: well, I really just think think ahead. I mean, re- think about what it's like from your pet's perspective. Um, you know, their life is—they don't realize it's the holidays. Life is going along very normally, and all of a sudden, like you said, you know, all these strangers are in the house. It's noisy. Our own schedule is different. So, um, so um, think ahead, and and you know, if you have a dog that that really doesn't do well um, with a lot of people around, um, sometimes um, having your dog stay with. Um, a friend, or or even kenneling your dog if you're having a big holiday party, that can be an option. Or if not something like that, um, you can actually put your dog in a in a quiet room away from the festivities. Um, you can also um, use one of the uh, the pheromone products that there are on the market now. Mm-hmm. They actually. Um, Help dogs to feel um, less anxious and more secure. Um, although they're not drugs at all, and if your dog is is. Um pretty good with people, and um, but but just can't really be right in the middle of everything. You could use a baby gate so that he can see what's happening and kind of feel like he's part of things, but he's not right there in the middle of all the wrapping paper and the food.
0: Sure. sure. Okay. Dr. Kathy, thank you so much for joining us.
6: Thanks, guys. Have a great holiday. You too.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now with the free Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.
8: Happy holidays from your friends at Fido Friendly Magazine. The fall winter issue is available now for your dog to sniff out all the great Fido Friendly hotels and great products to set all tails wagging. This is the must have issue of the year. So subscribe today at FidoFriendly.com. Make this a gift for an additional $10 for your Fido loving friends and have a Fido fabulous holiday.
13: What will I get that booty cat for Christmas? What can I get to really please my friend? I offered money and funny, I even tried a book. No and he was drooling with that booty cat, look. Oh, what a time I have with Christmas shopping. Oh, what a time for Tweety Birds like me. I offered white, white fancy ties, but he just stares with hungry eyes. Oh, what will I get that booty cat?
11: Happy Holidays to all of you. This is Jack Wagner sending you my best for the Yuletide season. Take care.
1: Happy Holidays, my friends. This is John Lithgow, hoping the season brings
13: you closer to the people you love. Hi, everybody. This is Adam Sandler, and I hope you're enjoying the Hanukkah season. Happy Holidays. I'm Quincy Jones, wishing you all the best in the
0: coming year. Hi, I'm Ted Danson. Happy Holidays to you. Oh, what <laughs> I think that booty
1: Kami, what do you got coming up in the news?
9: Well, this is something Joey's talked about before, that there really aren't laws governing groomers. And there's a woman in New Jersey... Her dog actually died after something that happened to him while he was at the groomers. And in that dog's honor, she is pushing for legislation there that will make groomers be licensed.
3: Yeah. What
1: do you know about that, Joey?
3: Well, the funny part is, is um, your own Joey Volani spoke about this bill in Trenton, New Jersey. I went down there to speak about it um, because it's a... concept of this bill is wonderful. The way it's written is, is, um, very convoluted and, and needs changing. Um, after I did my testimony, the chairman, um, of the, um, committees made, is, is making the assemblywoman get together with me to actually rewrite this bill. Wow, oh, that so, is so cool! Uh, yeah, jo- right. Joey Valani and I-, I. see you guys don't know when they when they asked them um, what company are you representing. I said Animal Radio. Oh, great! Just so great, you guys great. know, that's Yay. good. Well, I, I want to be a catalyst
1: for this, but I've got to ask some questions. You know, the legislation says that you must be eighteen years old. That's one of the things. At least, at least eighteen years old. Now, I got to say, first of all, what really? I mean, you can fly a plane at seventeen. You could. You- I was nine. Yeah, w- when you first
3: groomed. You were nine? Yeah. Yeah. See what Uh, I mean? And what do you think about that? well that's that's that part of it i mean there's there's a lot of things they they didn't address that the it's very very blanket and what i told the state of um, new jersey what if new Jersey's going to pioneer this let's do it right so everyone says that new jersey got it right and then it works for every other state because the way it's written right now if you are a dog breeder going to a dog show who routinely groom their own dogs this bill is gonna is going to not permit them to do so mm-hmm. um they want to oh. ban equipment that's perfectly safe when used right when used wrong it's like everything else um you know what i mean you drive a forklift unsafe you're going to kill somebody so there are things in it which w- i totally understand the concept but um it, and, and and i'm glad that they recognized you know what we'll sit down and we'll listen to you uh, we'll listen to you and, and let's rewrite this so um we can all you know be happy about it in principle it's good uh-huh. to have some kind
1: of accreditation for your groomers Definitely. and but i just want to make sure they oh, we're yeah. not had the young aspiring genius groomer, who's only twelve years old, uh, doesn't have a chance to do it just because of this legislation. Anyway, I bow now for the dog father, Joey Vellani.
3: Well, it's um, the weather's getting is starting to change. Yucky. We're starting it to sucks. get snow don't, in the rest of the country. Don't sugarcoat and, it, man. Um, yeah, I know it does. It sucks. I You know, I, I, I enjoy the warm weather. What can I tell you? <laughs> but um. You know it's time to get your dog's feet in shape. And I know I've spoken about this before, but um, let's um speak about it again because it's that time, so I want to keep it fresh in your mind. okay. Um, what happens now is as the um ground gets colder, and especially people who walk their dogs a lot, just like your skin, um, the pads of their feet are going to crack, they're going to get chapped, and they're going to start to get ir- irritated. If you ever noticed that your dog in the wintertime probably chews his feet more um so unless he has allergies than he does in the summer, just normally it's because they get irritated. So what we want to do is we want to keep them moist and want to keep them nice. What I found that works absolutely better than anything else is um, stuff called bag bomb. Bag bomb you can find in your local drugstore and some of the supermarkets sell it and it comes in a little green can. And what it was actually designed for was designed that the farmers would use it on the cow's udders and oh. um, so they wouldn't get chapped. Um, and it works really, really good. Actually, you know what it works really good on your hands too because when you put it on, um, on the dogs You get it on your hands So my hands are nice Look look at my hands, Al I've they seen udders right? that have
1: not looked as good as those hands Yes, do.
3: exactly, uh. exactly Let me tell you, if you can find it Vaseline works good. The only thing is, is you gotta massage this stuff in pretty good because what you don't want to do is is get um you know Vaseline on on your furniture and your carpets um. Mostly you don't want your dog to be sliding across the floor, um, but it you works don't? great. No, well I I mean I, I not 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 usually. So anyway, rub it in really really good. Do that um, once um, twice a week if you can, and you know you'll have a happy dog that has happy feet. Happy feet are always good. And that'll keep like the salt out because all of that salt. That's on the street, people mm. put that out to melt the ice. Melt the
1: yes. ice is, is not that great for their feet.
3: No, not at all. And, and you know what? And this will help. It'll it'll it'll, um, it'll keep their feet from, from getting irritated from that as well.
1: There you go, the dog father Joey Vellani on Animal Radio.
4: Dogs or cats,
12: horse or emu, animals are people too. In Long Island, a dog named Bentley took his owner's car for a joyride and ended up crashing into a coffee shop. The 50-pound dog's owner, musician Brian Mayer, said he just wanted to keep his best friend warm, so he left his car running while he ran into the Cool Beans Coffee House to sign up for an open mic night. The next thing I knew, Mayer explains, I looked up to see my van coming at me in the window with Bentley in the driver's seat grinning at me. Luckily there were no injuries, although a window and some patio furniture were damaged. Bentley seemed to enjoy the ride, wagging his tail happily after he got out. The owner of the coffee shop took it all in stride, calling Bentley a really sweet dog. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio.
3: Animals are people too. Animal Radio.
8: How would you like to get a free smartphone? If you own a smartphone, listen to this incredible offer that's almost too good to be true. Right now, you can switch your plan and get service with us for as little as $2 a day, guaranteed for life. Plus, get a free smartphone every year. Call the free smartphone hotline now and we'll move your number from your existing service. Think of your savings. So don't wait. Switch your plan, save money, plus get a free smartphone every year. Call the free smartphone hotline hotline right now. We guarantee you're going to love our service. If you don't like what we say, you can hang up on us, but you won't. Right now, you can switch your plan and get service with us for as little as $2 a day, guaranteed for life. Call the free smartphone hotline right now. 800-475-3351. 800-475-3351. 800-475-3351. That's 800-475-3351.
5: My girl just showed up. She's
4: so good.
0: (laughs) Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White and groomer Joey Villani. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Your dog just came in the studio.
5: Yeah, yeah, my child care just dropped her off.
1: (laughs) You have child care for the dog?
5: I do. Well, you know, that's the the benefit of having family around. I love to spend time with her, gives her a little interaction, and, you know, I get a break.
1: Isn't it great to be able to bring your animals to work? I I take it for granted sometimes. I think about the people that have to go into a cubicle. And, you know, they say, and this research just came out from um, CSU, I believe, in Michigan, they said that it actually improves productivity to have an animal or a pet in the office or to bring your pets to the office. And if you want to see that research and bring it to your boss and show your boss. Yeah, it's true. You can find it over at animalradio.com.
3: My Uh, bird is already making me shiver about um, screaming outside the window. I noticed that. um, I noticed that. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't. You can
5: me shiver, too.
1: (laughs) We don't don't let Gurney come into the studio because Gurney is a very loud bird, as you might hear every once in a while in the background. And uh, you wouldn't be able to hear us. Big show today. In a few minutes, we're going to talk to Robert Simro. He has this kind of cookie party thing every year. It's kind of weird. It's the first time I've heard about it. I don't know what a cookie party is, but apparently he gets all his dog friends together and gives them cookies. And he cooks them and all of that. And he's going to be talking with us in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. It is uh, time for our hero... I am so glad for the people that nominate all of these great heroes. You've got a bunch of nominations this week. If you're interested in sending Judy a nomination for somebody who's doing something great in your community for one animal, a thousand animals, it doesn't matter, just as long as they're doing something for the animals. We want to hear their story.
2: Yeah, it could be a companion animal or a wild animal. It doesn't
12: matter.
1: The email address to send those to is animalradio.com. And uh, this week, Michael chiosa is it Chiosa?
12: Yes, that's correct.
1: Okay. Are you still a fireman?
12: Uh, yes. I work for the, well, I actually uh, work for the fire department. I'm in the hydrant repair department for the Memphis fire department. But, yes, I still work for the Memphis fire department.
1: The hydrant repair. That sounds like fun. Uh, yes.
4: Yeah.
12: Keep so, all the dogs happy, right? <laughs> yes, I bet.
1: Somebody has to. I yeah. want to find out about Savior and the Savior Foundation. That's what I'm calling you about today. It's a it's yeah. an organization that you founded for the animals. And how it started and who Savior is.
12: Savior is a pit bull. And she was actually, I was on my way to work one evening. And um, i seen what I thought to believe a dog come out of a vehicle in front of me and um it was on the interstate at 55 miles an hour and i know it's unbelievable her story and rescue is just amazing but she came out and actually i didn't really know that that's what i had seen at first but when i did see her we i said oh my god it is a dog and i started slowing down and of course everybody behind me slamming on their brakes because i was slowing down but uh and this was in the center lane in rush hour traffic, which is more amazing. And she ran a good piece in the center lane. And you know what's kept... amazing
1: is rush hour traffic, that traffic was going 55 miles an hour. But when you say yeah. she was thrown out the window or Savior was thrown out the window, was that the side window? Or was it, I mean, where where did it Savior? It was at
12: night. So it was very hard to tell. And it was a truck. It was not a car. So she could have very well came out you know it was so like i said it was at night and she was a good piece she was a little piece in front of me so um i just know that she came out of it it was a white pickup and i know she came out and uh i can still see her in i mean i remember her legs going when she was in the air before she even landed yeah it's just so vivid still in my mind and uh uh, when she hit, it was like she just continued to run, and she didn't roll. She did not take it. She probably wouldn't have survived if she did, and um, she ran. And, of course, I was doing a lot of rescues for other organizations at the time, and I I had a catch pole in the rear of my truck um, behind my seat, and I reached over, <laughs> after well she was running down the center lane first and I, I kept looking in my rearview mirror to see if we'd get a break to honk the horn maybe to get her to go one way or the other so i could do the rescue and um finally she decided to go on her own and she almost got hit then she went oh. to the left where there's a concrete divider in an emergency lane um on the interstate it was interstate i-40 in memphis just east of sycamore view and uh when I got her in between the, the divider and my truck, I pulled over, and I rolled the window down, and I literally was driving uh, and reaching in the back for the catch pole. And I know this sounds crazy, <laughs> but I got the catch pole, rolled my window down, and it took me about four attempts, and she probably ran uh, over a quarter of a mile or half a mile before in the four attempts of trying to noose her with the catch pole out the window. And we even ran up on an emergency vehicle in that lane, and I was honking. And I, they finally looked up, and I guess they've they seen me with the catch ball out the window, the dog running and They're thinking, I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe they'll catch her. Uh-huh. No, they jump in the vehicle because they're scared. <laughs> oh. And she goes around, and I whip around them. And it's so unbelievable because the emergency lane was fixing to run out in the last-ditch effort. I mean, I was just... Yeah last-ditch effort to get that. I had one more chance to get the news around her, and, uh, and I did, and when, of course, I had no idea of the abuse until we stopped, and um, she was incredibly strong, I could tell that, but um, the abuse, and when I seen her, I was just shocked. She was nothing but a skeleton. She had been fought. She was tore up from head all the way down to her tail. There was puncture wounds, marks, severe bleeding.
4: Uh,
12: We loaded her in a kennel. Um, Actually, the emergency worker who was down the road came up and helped me load her into the crate, and I put her in a crate, loaded her. When we got to the vet, there was a lot of confusion. Um, The vet that started treating her in the back and in the front, there was a lack of communication. They handed me a piece of paper to euthanize her after all we went through to try to rescue her <laughs> we both almost didn't make it off of there wouldn't suggest yeah. ever doing that on the interstate but when they handed me that piece of paper i was like absolutely not and i kept trying to call my personal vet at the time and i finally got a hold of him and he opened his clinic up and said meet me over there bought her over there and treatment went on you know for months And um, she survived, and she is incredible. Well, Uh, you've
1: created the organization, the Savior Foundation, obviously a catalyst from this. What does the organization do?
12: We provide medical care for severely injured and abused and neglected animals. And um, we also provide uh, for owned animals for uh, underprivileged and fixed income as an alternative to youth and aging. For their animals who may not otherwise be able to afford care so we're getting like a two mission statement Mm -hmm. Um, one is to provide for care for uh, injured and sick animals that were rescued to provide medical care for them we also help provide medical care as alternative to euthanasia for animals that are in critical conditions that may be owned and see a lot of times the people that rescue the animals are in the same situation I was with Savior, uh-huh. uh, facing needing the funds to get them on the right path medically to heal. That's and we created the Savior Foundation.
1: That's and you awesome. did a, a wonderful thing by doing that, a great organization. The uh, website is thesaviorfoundation.org and you're doing it grassroots. You're doing it local level. I love to see it like that. And you've you've rallied the troops together for a cause that I understand that, that animal abuse problems have actually risen in Memphis.
12: Yes. And that's one of our mission statements, too, is to educate the public on abuse and neglect. And we just recently went into a local school here with one of our board members and did a presentation on the proper care and showing what we have done for injured and abused animals and getting it on the level of the kids. And if we start with them, you know, I just think the future, that's our future.
1: Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. You're our Hero of the Week, and we salute you for all you've done. Thank you.
12: Bring an animal home for the holidays. Give yourself a new best friend holidays, you'll thank yourself in the end. Bring an animal home for the holidays, save a fellow's spirit from strife. Bring an animal home for the holidays, and keep it for the rest of its
1: life.
14: See, Cable, can you smell that? Your dog can. Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I want to take this time to say thanks. I really enjoy being on Animal Radio and taking your calls. I'm not perfect, I don't have all the answers, but what I do have is a deep passion and desire to help you understand your dog and give you the tools you need to give your dog a happy, fulfilling life. Most of it's common sense and understanding that dogs are just a little bit different than we are. I think that's what makes them so magical. I mean, think about it. They live totally in the moment. They don't think about the future or the past. It's all about what's happening now. Dogs don't hold grudges, they're not greedy, and a dog will never break your heart. They want to please you, they just need to know how. And if I can help you get to the answer, it brings me the greatest joy and satisfaction. You know, sometimes we love our dogs so much, we love them too much. And we treat them like they're our children. And sometimes when we do that, they get a little confused. Like you or I would be if we went to another country where we didn't know the customs and the language. The difference between our dogs and us is that we're capable of learning the customs and the language. Your dog can never learn English. He can never learn what it's like to be a human, but we can learn to act and think like a dog. And that's probably the greatest thing you can do to ensure that your dog has a long, happy, healthy, stress-free life. If you're listening right now and you've got a dog that, well, is just out of control, always excited, always hepped up. Almost like there's Starbucks in his water dish. I'm going to give you two simple things you can do to mellow your dog out right now and you will see results pretty quickly. Number one, pay no attention to your dog when you come home. Just pay no attention to him until he mellows out. Then tell him good dog and give him a pet. Give him a treat too if you want. And number two, take your dog out for a 30 minute walk or a run or a bike ride or play fetch with him every single day. If you tire him out every day, get that energy out, you're going to notice he starts to mellow out. And when he does, that's when you pet him. That's when you say, good dog. This is Animal
8: Radio, baby.
14: How would you like to get a free smartphone? If you
8: own a smartphone, listen to this incredible offer that's almost too good to be true. Right now, you can switch your plan and get service with us for as little as $2 a day, guaranteed for life. Plus, get a free smartphone every year. Call the free smartphone hotline now and we'll move your number from your existing service. Think of your savings. So don't wait. Switch your plan, save money, plus get a free smartphone every year. Call the free smartphone hotline hotline right now. We guarantee you're gonna love our service. If you don't like what we say, you can hang up on us, but you won't. Right now, you can switch your plan and get service with us for as little as $2 a day, guaranteed for life. Call the free smartphone hotline right now, 800-475-3351, 800-475-3351, 800-475-3351. That's 800-475-3351. You're listening to Animal Radio. Here's Hal
0: and Judy. I will have some holiday tips and some holiday music, but I promise because both Joey
1: and myself are sick and tired of the Christmas music that you won't have that average grandma got run over by a reindeer music this weekend. I I know I don't want to be a Grinch. We're just a few days away from Christmas, but let's face it, are we all sucking tired of the Christmas music that all the radio stations yes. are doing? Yes. Yes. How about you,
3: Dr. Debbie?
5: You know, I, I like Christmas. I really enjoy it. I just don't like it when it, gets, it starts at, like, Halloween <laughs> <Yes>. on.
3: <laughs> it does start early. Started in September, I think.
1: But it'll come to a rapid end, and then it's all about New Year's after we open all those presents and uh, start our diets. Because we're all going to start a diet after the New Year. We all say that after all this food. Anyway, on today's show, we have a great hero. This guy saved a dog that was thrown out of a car on the in the middle of a highway going 55 miles an hour. Wow. And I think that'll be a perfect hero for us. Also, we have some giveaways of a great book coming up. But most importantly, it's your calls right now for Dr. Debbie or dog father Joey Volani. Welcome to the show, John. Hello. Hey. How are you? Good. I have Dr. Debbie right here. What's going on with your animal?
15: Oh, I have a, a female uh, border collie, and I also have one of her sons, because uh, they're cow dogs, and we work cows with them. Anyway, um, we were gone for a few days and didn't realize that she had come in heat, and um, sure enough, um, the day we got home, we noticed that um, her son had bred her that day. Oh, okay. So we're wondering Oops. what we could do about that, if there's a morning after pill or something for for a dog
3: or...
5: Yeah, well, you know, the best thing that I could suggest is to have this baby spayed. Um, That's the honest truth here. Um, You know, she's at an age already at six where, um, you know, if she's not spayed, we do have to be watchful for some other health problems that are coming on. Um, Pyometra, which is a uterine infection, plus all the different cancers in the reproductive tract. So um, I don't see a reason um, that I would endorse allowing a pregnancy to go forward at this point. But in response to your question, um, could um, is there a, a mismating uh, pill you can give? Um, there's really not a pill that we give to dogs to terminate pregnancy. It's kind of, for me, I have to say, it's something that I, I don't do a lot of reproductive work because I don't uh, particularly enjoy it. I think we have enough doggies on this earth that we don't need to really be reproducing them for them. But there are some different mismating techniques that can be done. Generally, in the U.S., um, they're limited to treatment 30 days after they've already become pregnant. So you've already got a pretty full, almost full-term pregnancy there. So for me, I find that a little distasteful to have to terminate pregnancies at that point. Um, so those are different types of injection techniques that are done. In, in other countries, they do have some um, injections that can be done early into the pregnancy, just, you know, almost immediately after breeding. But it's really not very widespread in the U.S. Um, you could always check around and see if your area, if you have any kind of reproductive specialists that have this available. Well, but it's it's really is, not, not advised, I'd say, to, uh, you know, to let this baby go forward. Now, what would the puppies be like and, you know, what kind of concerns do you have? Um, when we breed two closely related dogs, whether they're brother and sister, father and daughter, you run the risk of uh, concentrating genes. So... Normally, this is done with any breeding uh, operation. They'll take a good dog and a good dog, and they hope to have more good genes. So if we've got any kind of recessive genes, any bad genes in there, you're going to have a more likely expression of those genes. Um, And in collies, there's certainly, you know, every breed's got them, but there's certainly some that we'd be worried about that that could concentrate. Collie eye anomaly is one of them. There's a neutrophil problem. There's some neurologic problems, some recessive-type diseases that can occur. So, there is some potential, but I say, in the wide, vast number of closely related dogs that breed, we don't always see a bunch of uh, abnormal puppies mm-hmm. um but you do definitely run that risk of having some of those certain diseases expressed more likely. so right. I don't know if the the parents have any kind of health problems or anything that in any no, related no uh,
15: health problems and uh, you know we use this dog she's she's out of a national champion stock dog, and we we usually breed her to um you know along those bloodlines not not the same bloodlines but you know to champion stock dogs and then we train train the pups and sell them to ranchers so mm-hmm. it's not like just a normal just a normal dog you know
4: mm, okay all right that's the reason
15: why i don't want to spay because you know we sell the puppies for a lot of money
5: Oh, Gosh, you're yeah. breaking my heart here, man. Uh, it, it's six years. Has she put her years in? Is her uterus done? Uh, I, you know, th- this is my opinion here, and I have to say that you know, uh, it's just a, maybe a time you need to really consider. You know, um, has she done her service for you, both on the on the ranch and uh, in the reproduction category here? And you know, I am definitely I'm I'm sympathetic with what kind of uh, you know life she lives and what she's doing, but gosh, I just got to say, you know. Uh, I'd either let this litter have its uh have its way and then maybe they just become pet quality pets um but uh you know, like I said, if you're really looking to terminate pregnancy, you're looking at doing that maybe about a month down the road okay
4: so, yeah, ho- I don't hope think that's I not do the case she's too
15: valuable to me to risk anything happen to her now last batch she had she had a c section is that um advised to do that again or
5: yeah, you know, there's some controversy whether or not if a pet has a C-section that they're going to always need a C-section, and, and I don't see that that's always the case. There are some breeds, um, usually the bulldogs, the big-headed breeds, where I'd say that tends to be a little bit more the case, but it doesn't mean she's absolutely going to require that. So, okay. um, so, so hopefully that won't be the case and things will go along naturally and... Um, you know, just be real vigilant and, and watchful with her. And who knows? May- maybe it uh, maybe it doesn't take. <laughs> maybe you yeah, won't have that pregnancy. That
15: stuff. would be great. Last <laughs> time I bred her, I bred her to a son of a 10-time of a world champion stock dog, and she didn't settle to that one. So that was mm-hmm. kind of a bummer. We were looking forward to that one. But,
4: oh, well. Yeah.
5: Yeah, well, give give your little girl a scratch on her head for me. She's a hardworking dog, and I wish her the best. Okay, and thank you, thank you, you very so much. much for your call, there, John.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now with the free Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Delta Dawn, what's
4: that you have
2: on? Hi, this is Tanya Tucker on Animal Radio. Love those pets.
11: Thousands of authors across the country have written books and published them with Page Publishing. If you've written a book, they can help you through the process. Cut through the confusion of the publishing world to make it easy for you. If they decide to publish your book, your work ends, theirs begins. From copy editing and proofing to typesetting and book cover art. Plus, get your book printed, distributed and sold on Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble and in bookstores across the country. They even help promote your book biography, self-help, mystery, novels, sci-fi, or even a children's book, no matter what genre. Page Publishing can bring your book to life. And don't forget to ask about audiobooks. We do all of this for you. Call today for your free writer's guide, packed with tips, tricks, and templates to help you finish what you started.
8: 800-215-6815. 800-215-6815. 800-215-6815. That's 800-215-6815.
11: This is an Animal Radio News Update.
9: I'm Tammy Trujillo. Now, this is a story that has literally exploded on the Internet and social media. It happened just after Thanksgiving at a mall in Mission Viejo, Southern California. An autistic 7-year-old named Obsudi Santos and her service dog, Pupcake, had waited in line with her mom for about 30 minutes to see Santa when an elf, one of Santa's pretend elves, came up and told them Pupcake would not be allowed near Santa. See, Pupcake's a pit bull, and Santa was afraid of pit bulls. After they told the elf that Pupcake was a service dog, he came back and said Santa was allergic to dogs. After Mrs. Santos then said Pupcake would not go near Santa, he still refused to see Absuti, the little girl. Well, the family, of course, complained to the mall, the little girl got all upset. The execs there apologized, and Sen and the elf, they were sent packing. They were fired. This is the second time, though, that Sudi and Pupcake have been denied admittance to a business, basically based on the fact that Pupcake is a pit bull. After complaints, that business changed its policies. Now, each time the Santo family has used the incident to speak out about how prejudice against pit bulls as service dogs should not be tolerated and how people with disabilities are being mistreated, and that should not be tolerated as well. But, wow, talk about Santa being a Grinch. Well, most of us do share our beds with our pets, right? And it might not, some people say, maybe such a good idea. Research presented at the Sleep 2014 conference showed that 54% of pet guardians sleep with their pets. And that 30% of those say they wake up at least once a night because of them. And 63% said they have poor sleep quality because of the animals in the bed. Well, some people, though, say they actually sleep better with their pets and that makes them feel more secure and they love the snuggling. Experts do say, bottom line here, sleep is a personal thing, and if sleeping with your pet helps you, then, well, don't change a thing. And we do have a legal ruling in a story that we talked about a few months ago. This was a, a appeals court case in New York on the case of a chimpanzee named Tommy, it was in October that the group, the Non-Human Rights Project, filed a case stating that Tommy, who lives in an apartment, was unlawfully imprisoned and should be transferred to a sanctuary in Florida. Stephen Wise said that chimps are close enough kin to humans that they deserve some human rights. Well, Now the court has ruled and it says that chimp is not a legal person and based that on the fact that a chimp cannot give back to society or be held legally accountable for its actions in the way that merits human rights. Tommy lives with a man named Patrick Lavery, who says Tommy has an excellent home with a TV, several rooms, an outdoor enclosure, and that he's a happy guy. Weiss's suit did not allege that Lavery had broken the law in his treatment of Tommy, and Lavery said that he follows all the federal and state regulations. The appellate court's decision upholds a state judge's ruling from 2013. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Get more breaking animal news anytime at animalradio.com.
11: This has been an Animal Radio news update. Get more at animalradio.com.
1: Okay, I will play a couple of Christmas songs, but they're they're animal re- related Christmas songs. Okay, I'm not going to do. The stuff that you've been hearing on the radio that we're all sick and tired of hearing by now.
2: No, and you only hear this stuff here. You won't hear our music anywhere else.
1: Do I sound like a Grinch? It's not even... (laughs) I actually do my shopping on Christmas Eve at 7-Eleven.
5: Well, I'll be looking for that gift then. I'm going to tell you how. If, if I don't get something, even if it's late, I will
3: be very upset. Well, yeah, and yeah, exactly. You know, Seven Eleven, anything works. You know, something, something this the year. Some motor this year, oil. This year, it was like perhaps, Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, last year it was the green Christmas tree that hangs from your your, your mirror. Well, I thought
3: but, that was festive as yeah, well yeah, as kind is, of
1: utilitarian. It, it had yeah. a function.
2: Yes, it does, Hal. Yes, so don't. It
1: does you didn't like my gift?
3: I didn't say that. No, no. Joey Straight said out, it. No.
1: Okay. <laughs> Uh, in just a couple of minutes, we're going to head back to the phones for your calls, but I am so proud to welcome this next guy who's just done some great things for the animals and uh, media and animals. In fact, he has his own company called Pet World Insider, and he joins us as a brand new animal radio correspondent. And uh, where are my notes? Oh, there they are. Today, we're... Uh, hey, Robert, how are you doing? Robert Simro, Welcome him to the show, we might. Welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome. Hello, Robert. How are you?
13: I am doing great. It's, it's a pleasure and an honor.
1: Now, I understand that you actually cook for your dogs during the holidays. And you have what's called, and this is the first time I've ever heard it, cookie parties. Ooh. With your dog
13: <laughs> You are Hal In fact actually we would invite you over But I think we'll uh, we'll maybe hold that back Based on the uh, gifts you give uh, <laughs> But you know what I do cook for my pets year round And when you think about it Some of the things that people do during the holidays for, for their human guests They're really now seeing Hey you know what be a lot of fun Bring your dogs with Let's go ahead and let's make a special cookie Just for our pooches I get a lot of inquiries about, hey, I want to do something special for other people's friends, but I got a limited amount of money. Well, you know, cook them some homemade cookie treats that are safe for the pets. Really easy to do, really simple. And it's a lot of fun. And, how you know, I've got two young daughters. And it's one of the ways that I really get engaged and also kind of spread the message of what we need to be doing for our pets to that younger generation. One of the things that we're doing is my daughters have some of their friends coming over, including some of the Girl Scouts who get me fattened up with their cookies. Mm -hmm. We're going to make sure we don't fatten up our pooches. We're going to make some... Healthy dog cookies for all of their pooches. It's a lot of fun. Well, why not just like buy them idea. treats though? Well, you know that's a it's a great question, and certainly, you know, Sugar and Zoe, my two pups, will get a few of those, but. I am really concerned about the ingredients. I know a lot of folks are there are, I get a lot of emails, a lot of calls about this. The one thing I always know when I'm making the treats, I know what ingredients are going into those treats and I know what sugar and Zoe need and I can kind of slip it into the recipe and they're none the wiser. So I love to put healthy ingredients in because let's face it—you know, kale and flaxseed and all that. If I were to lay it out on a table for them, they'd probably run and hide. But I'd when run I and mix hide. it into a drink, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, you might want to uh, see my my gift to you this year. Uh, it's uh, it's a special one. But dogs they, they love it. And you know, there's preservatives and other things that I just want to stay away from. So you certainly could do that. But, but you know what? It's festive. Let's have some fun. Throw on that ugly sweater. Sure. Get in there and make yourself a, a fun uh, cookie for your pets.
1: You know, obesity is kind of a big deal with uh, every time I take my cat to the vet now, he uh, scolds me because my down. cat is overweight. And our dog. And our dog. And I'm wondering, if giving them these cookies, doesn't that just sort of add to the problem?
13: Great point there, and the thing I would say to all the listeners out there is remember to keep track of the treats, not only that you're giving them, but also that the other guests that are attending your parties are giving them, because they should be a part of what you're feeding them during the day, not in addition to. That's how we we run into that obesity. But again, Hal, I'm looking at the ingredients. I'm putting a lot of healthy things in there. So I, I actually sometimes feel they'd be better off eating what i'm giving them than if i were giving them things that were coming out of bags so i feel very comfortable and i think that's the reason we're seeing this trend in home cooking for pets but you got to do it right do the research
1: if you do it right does that mean it's going to take a lot of time because that's one thing i just don't have
13: you know what? It's less than an animal radio segment. I'll tell you, it's real short. We get, real i got to interject,
3: okay, because, you know, it's, I, I agree with everything Robert's saying, but he keeps saying it's fun, and he could say it because he has daughters, you know. I can see me with the apron on, <laughs> making cookies, cursing the dogs, um, wanting to eat them before <laughs> they're done. You know, so, yeah, you could, you could pass off. It's fun. But when you got two daughters, that's like that's like slave labor. That's good. You got them. They could do it. And then, I, and then you uh, sit back and smile. You know
13: what? Joey, we're going to get you out here into our kitchen, and I, I promise everybody in uh, Animal Radio Land there, we are going to get Joey with an apron on, and we're going to make a treat or two. Okay. And you'll see how fun and easy it is.
1: Now, there uh, you go. Now, is there a video that's uh, going to accompany this here that tells us how to make any good of these cookie treats?
13: Yeah that 's a great point, and specifically because of the Joeys of the world who we love for the animal radio audiences we 're going to make sure that we post up a video. Real simple recipe, and if you want to go wild with it and add additional things in, great. But, folks, this is going to take you no more than 15, 20 minutes, and you are going to be surprised, much like my good friend Joey there, at how yummy they are as well as how simple and fun it was. And I think it will become a, another holiday tradition. Okay. I love that
5: idea. Are these treats that, that potentially we could be eating as well, with Ooh. sharing
13: with our pets? Well, we could. I, I will tell you, that we leave out some of the things that we humans like, that are not healthy for our pets, like extra sugars and salts. So they are more for the palate of a pet than they are of someone like myself or Joey. But you know what, Hal? You might like one of these.
1: So we can check out the video. I'm going to put a link right over on the front page of AnimalRadio.com of Robert cooking some cookies with a short recipe and all the details you need to know for cooking for the holidays and making a cookie party with your pets. Robert, thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll speak to you again very soon
13: look forward to it happy holidays everybody
1: there he goes robert semro and this guy really has a lot going for him he's got the pet world insider and if you love video you need to go over and check out his website we'll put links to his stuff over at animalradio.com. check it out
3: you know what i noticed what so all you people here that that grew up in california that live here you're all even the dogs and all health kind what happened new jersey did we to feed the dogs spaghetti and meatballs and they would live (laughs) until they're 20 years old you know and they liked it
0: Here's to you, man's best friend May our
4: furry friendship never end Sitting by the fireplace Miles away
1: from our rat pack race I raise my glass in a toast to you You wag your tail, you're
0: toasted too
1: There's nothing that I'd rather
4: do than spend my time with you
1: on Christmas Eve.
11: Thousands of authors across the country have written books and published them with Page Publishing. If you've written a book, they can help you through the process. Cut through the confusion of the publishing world to make it easy for you. If they decide to publish your book, your work ends, theirs begins. From copy editing and proofing to typesetting and book cover art. Plus, get your book printed, distributed and sold on Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble and in bookstores across the country. They even help promote your book. Biography, self-help, mystery, novels, sci-fi, or even a children's book. No matter what genre, Page Publishing can bring your book to life. And don't forget to ask about audiobooks. We do all of this for you. Call today for your free writer's guide, packed with tips, tricks, and templates to help you finish what you started.
8: 800-215-6815. 800-215-6815. 800-215-6815. That's 800-215-6815. Now, here's
1: what I've been waiting for all day. In fact, all week. We discovered last week, quite by accident, that Rudolph (laughs) the red-nosed reindeer, he has antlers. And I learned last week that these antlers are supposed to fall off at a certain age. Is that correct, Dr. Debbie?
5: Well, it, what should happen is male um, reindeer, which are caribou, they should shed their antlers come winter, so about October, but definitely by the first of December, they should have shed those. So, in order to hop on that sleigh on the twenty-fourth, uh, you know, they've got to be females. If, if we're seeing those racks that we're accustomed to in all the pictures and the cartoons and the movies.
1: Okay, so females have racks, which is real easy to remember. But Rudolph, he shouldn't <laughs> have a rack, should he?
5: Not at that time of the year. Now he'll have it at other times, and they use that for fighting with other males. But the scandal comes when it happens in December. So we can't either. Either they're all girls that are on that sleigh, tugging things away, working like the hardworking females they are. That sure. makes sense. Uh-huh. Or maybe these are just males that Santa has done the snip snip to, and they've retained their antlers.
1: Oh, oh. you mean
5: castrated? possibly yeah so if they're steer they may still have their horns or their antlers and uh, not shed those so that could be the other possibility and not just an all-female uh, team
1: so that makes rudolph either a castrated male or a crossdresser. What is that exactly
5: <laughs> uh, or he's just uh, sexually uh, mis- misidentified <laughs>
1: okay There you go. You heard it here first on Animal Radio. I'm sure the tickers all across the world now are just uh, ticking away with this amazing news.
5: Just let it go, Hal.
1: Let it go. Let let it go.
5: The other theory is, you know, it's just Santa is magic and has
1: magic means at his disposal. That I would go for. That I believe. Hi, who's this? Is this Martha? Yes, it is. Hey, I wanted to make sure I got the right line here. How are you doing today, Martha?
7: I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
1: Very good. Where are you?
7: I'm in Kansas. Kansas.
1: Is your dog named Toto? I'm just asking. I'm...
7: <laughs> well, we have a, a, a little bitty uh, four-pound Yorkie, but um, the problem we're having is with our 97-pound lab.
4: Oh,
5: good-sized lab there, huh?
7: Yeah, he is. He's he's a big guy. He's not overweight, but, you know, he's he's a pretty good-sized guy. But uh, And what's he, going on with first, him? Okay, on the fifth, he'll be nine years old. It's my birthday!
5: Always... Oh my goodness, yeah. he shares my Good birthday. birthdays.
7: <laughs> Isn't it really? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, we t- he's a house dog. We take him out five times a day, approximately, and that's the only time he's out. He's he's almost pure white, it, and we keep him shaved down, you know, so he doesn't have a lot of hair in the mm-hmm. house. But he's a beautiful. He's almost white. But here's the problem we ran into: we've fed him Ukanuba ever since he was eight weeks old when we got him, and in the last three or four months, he's wanting to graze like a cow would on grass. We take mm-hmm. him out to potty, and he spends more time eating grass. And the last time we had him shaved at the vet's, which was about a month ago, uh, he said, oh, don't worry about it. And I said, well, I've always heard that they have an upset stomach when they eat grass. But he says, not necessarily. So I wanted someone else's input on this, because I, I don't want think something's going on with him that needs to be treated now.
5: Absolutely. And I guess I have a couple questions. Um yeah, how's his poop quality? Let's talk poop. <laughs>
7: <laughs> it's great. I mean, it's not runny. It's uh um, it's solid and and um sometimes he will go twice a day majority of the time. He'll go In the morning, around 6.30, and then in the evening, around 6... About every 12 hours, he'll go. Okay.
5: So he sounds nice and regular. That's good. And then you said he never gets sick when he eats the grass. Does he ever have upset tummy problems? No. No. Okay. Yeah, and I'm going to kind of agree with your, your veterinarian, because in many cases... Uh, dogs basically be what we call lawnmower dogs. They just enjoy grazing. So in some cases, yes, it could be a sign that they have um, maybe parasite problems, digestive problems, but in the absence of any actual digestive upset on his end, then I'm going to lean towards that category where I think he just probably enjoys it. And, you know, we don't really know why dogs do this. You know, we always speculate that maybe there's a medical cause. Um, but, you know, in some ways, it's something that they don't really need to do anymore because they're fed a a good diet, a well, well balanced diet. So we don't know if this is some remnant of old behaviors. So, um, I guess the bottom line is if it doesn't bother him and it's not creating a disturbance, um, then I'm not worried about it either.
7: <laughs> okay, I don't need to get him a vitamin supplement or change it. We thought about changing cuz he's been on Kunum now for 9 years. Is that does that hurt him to keep him on the same? D- of course, once in a while, like when my husband uh, eats ice cream at night, he will save him a little bit like a big old spoonful of ice cream.
5: Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> it comes That's out. Not but good. I- Well, a small amount in the whole scheme of things, probably not a huge problem. But I guess going to your question of do you need to change the food because he's been on that, and the answer is no. You don't have to change unless there's a problem where he's not accepting the food or we're worried that it's not agreeing with him. Um, Would an experiment in changing him to a different diet be interesting? Yeah, it might be, and I might like to see what he does as far as if he eats less grass. But that just would be a decision you'd need to make. If you want to make that commitment to switch him over to a new food, see how he acts, and, and see if the, the grass eating is any different. Uh, my, my thought is it probably won't change, but there's only one way to tell. You can always try a diet, uh, you know, switching over.
7: Okay, Dr. Debbie, I appreciate your input on this because I would right. be such a wonder. The lab is a wonderful dog.
5: Hey, I'm with you. i got two of my own at home, and and uh, I'm just happy to hear yours shares a wonderful birthday with the fine doctor here. So <laughs> thank you that for your call, awesome. Martha. Take
1: thank care you of yourself. Thank you very much.
5: Thanks you for guys listening. have a good day.
1: You too. I want it, don't tell me what kind of day to have. No, I'll have a great day, but thank you for calling. <laughs> Our listeners are so fun. I have so much fun with them. Make sure, please, that your animals stay safe. Keep them away from the all the little things that all the Christmas gifts can provide. Dr. Debbie, that's the bulk of your business right after Christmas is pulling all those obstructions out.
5: Those package ribbons, tinsel, all those moving parts on those uh, ornaments. Keep them away.
1: Can't stress it enough. So have yourself a great one. We'll catch you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. This is Animal Animal. Radio
4: Network.